0: As you walk down the sidewalk, passing shops of all kinds, the cold wind stinging against your cheeks as the snow beneath your feet gives a light crunching, you see a sign above your goal. Chronicle Comics. You open the door, the ding of the bell letting the clerk know someone has entered. He looks up at your familiar face and says, Hey, uh, that comic you were picking up ended its run, but it looks like the company printing it as uh, something new out. And he hands you a comic. On the cover, a city along the water at night, searchlights across the dark sky. In each light are four faces with names in contrastingly colorful font below them.
1: Falcon Girl. Royale.
0: Remix! Raptor. Above them, in white font with yellow bordering, the words, Cape Chronicles. As you open the cover, on the first page you see a city skyline at dusk. In the upper left-hand corner, a yellow box says, Halcyon City. A lot's happened in the last 15 years. When we last left our heroes, a long-time paragon of the city had been killed after learning he had a double life as a villain, an alien invasion had been thwarted, and a city council was left picking up the pieces after finding out one of its members, Buzz Ness, sold out the heroes it meant to oversee and protect. In parentheses, editor's note, see fables around the table, super. The next page zooms in further, More details of the city becoming clearer. People walking, cars driving down the roads, lights from within windows showing the living and breathing city. The yellow box reads, As time went on, changes came to the city. The council still tried to protect heroes and citizens alike through legislation, but no longer required heroes to give their personal information. New technologies entered into the social fabric of the city, and new threats challenged the daily lives of everyone. The next panel is overlooking a warehouse near the docks, where an after-hours crew is unloading large crates from a ship, and a man in a shining black costume is gesturing, seeming to give instructions to the crew as they work. The panel reads, But along with these advancements in technology and a rise of new threats, a new generation of heroes has risen up to face down threats both new and old. The next panel shows an individual with large feathery wings landing on the warehouse roof and quietly sneaking over to the edge of the warehouse to observe what's going on. Fiona, could you tell us a bit about Falcon Girl?
2: She folds in her, um, massive wings, um... She, they have uh, black and white feathers um, akin to like a peregrine falcon and uh, similarly her costume um, is also um, made of feathers that look like feathers from far away but up close you see that it is actually um, armor um, but it still has that same black and white pattern um, and uh, similarly she has a hood um, a, a, a cowl is it a cowl? <laughs> a mask that goes over the uh, top part of her head, uh, leaving just her mouth that, uh, looks similar to her, her mentor's costume. It, uh, it harkens back to it. Uh, her costume is two pieces. It's sort of like a, uh, short kind of, um, uh, like her midriff is showing and, uh, the top is sleeveless and she has a skirt with still with the feathers and everything. And she wears, um, boots and, uh, her cowl, um, why can't I talk? <laughs> Cliff, you're making me nervous and making me go first. Um, and
3: <laughs> New show and who dis.
2: I know. I'm like, God, what does she look like? And uh, her cowl has, um, has the beak of a bird, the yellow beak of the peregrine falcon, and her long, dark hair uh, hangs out of the back of it. Um, she folds in her wings as she perches on the rooftop and uh, looks down at the docks. I presume that that's where she's looking. That's yep. where she's supposed to look. She looks down. <laughs>
0: yep. So earlier in the day, Fiona, uh, Falcon Girl had received uh, intel from her, uh, from her mentor, the Rapid Falcon, about uh, there being a shipment of arms coming in, uh, and the intel indicated that the mostly villainous, but sometimes works on the side of good, Benchmark is leading the charge on that, and you can see uh, off in the distance that, uh, yeah, it looks like there is uh, somebody with a very shiny reflective suit on uh, is instructing a bunch of uh, big burly goons, like which boxes to move next. You can see that there's a, a crane on the dock that's lifting them off. There's a pallet jack that's being used to uh, put the crates onto a truck. But we're going to flip back a little bit. Earlier in the day, what does the training facility that uh, you and Rapid Falcon share look like?
2: So I think that this training facility, um, it looks like a uh, pretty standard gym when you first enter it. Um, there, are, uh, there are combat dummies that they have in there. Um, they have lots of uh, weapons mounted on the walls and things like that. But when you go over... Um, to the partition in the middle of the room on the other side you have uh, something that looks similar to like a library that has um, that has a supercomputer in it where they can look up whatever information that Rapid Falcon has had and also tables where I think that there's pretty permanently scrawled all, uh, sprawled all over um, different uh, files and uh, information and tips and things of that nature. So I think nice. it's sort of like a dual purpose training facility.
0: Awesome. Well, you are uh, in a training scenario with Rapid Falcon uh, currently. And uh, what what would you say that you've been working on the most? What is Rapid Falcon seen as a, a weak spot for you?
2: I think that that probably has to do with her actual fighting. So, uh, well, I'll actually add an interesting detail here. I think that the ceilings are very, very high, like much higher than you would have in a normal room. And, uh, On the side with where they're doing combat, there's all sorts of um, different movable obstacles and things that they're able to sort of like practice uh, flight maneuverability. But I think that there is where he's training um, her in air combat and just, you know, fighting in general.
0: Awesome. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to read this off, but uh, in the move list document for y'all, I am inputting a... Uh, new custom move called Training with Rapid Falcon.
2: Oh Uh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) When undergoing a training exercise with Rapid Falcon, roll plus the label your mentor embodies. On a hit, you're able to gain insight into the problems you face. On a 10 plus, hold 2. On a 7 to 9, hold 1. You may spend hold 1 for 1 on the following list at any point during the current issue, but you may only choose an option once. On a miss, mark potential but you did not understand the lesson being imparted. Shift the label your mentor embodies down and in any other label up.
2: Okay, let's roll some dice. All right, three and two and plus label your mentor embodies. So my mentor embodies savior. And for me, that's plus one, um, but that's only a six. Ooh, oh, I know already I'm off on the wrong foot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, go ahead and uh, shift the label your mentor embodies down and any other label up. Okay. And I think how this plays out is that uh, you know you've been trying to duck and dodge out of the way of his attacks and uh you think you see an opening so you're starting to just barrel right into him but uh, he kind of like just kind of comes down with a uh forearm kind of like in your like shoulder region and just kind of you know bats you away with the strike and he says to you Amelia, I've told you over and over, you can't just charge in like that when your opponent sees you coming. You have to keep off balance. You have to use your gifts to your advantage. There are so many things you could have done there. You could have came up and then sprout your wings and use a gust of wind to blow me back. But just coming in for the physical attack... Amelia, I love you, but that's not your strength.
2: I, I know. I'm, I'm sorry.
0: That's all right. We've been at this for, for about an hour now already. So let's, let's just go ahead and let's take a break for a little while. So I want to tell you, tonight it seems like Benchmark's going to be bringing in a shipment of arms. We don't want to engage. We just want surveillance. We want to make sure we have our ducks in a row. We've been burned before. We don't know. We. I'm not sure if he's going to be there. This happened to us last time we got intel like this. I want to make sure he's there. I want to make sure we can take him down.
2: Right, yeah. I, I can do the surveillance. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Good. Engagement is the last line here. You know, don't engage unless you have to.
2: Right, of course.
0: And so... Uh, We flash back to that opening scene of you landing down on the rooftop. And uh, you've got your communicator. And uh, you had let your team know earlier about the rendezvous point. Uh, Who are you checking in to see if they're in position first?
2: I think that I would be checking in with Royale first. Um, She flips open her communicator and gets it to the right channel. And uh, she says, um, Royale, are you are you in position?
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know where else I would
2: be.
0: Damn. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, Royale, uh, where have you taken up your uh, position uh, near the docks to uh, keep an eye on things going on?
1: So Royale has probably gone between some of the like shipping containers, trying to be sort of sneaky on foot. She doesn't have the uh, ability of flight or the convenience of like cool movement tools that some of our other friends may have. So she's just pretty much like solid snaking her way in to get a, a better look at things.
0: All right. Awesome. And uh, tell us a little bit more about Royale. What's Royale look like?
1: Um, So, Royale looks like a combination of a knight and a queen that has popped off of a playing card. Uh, Her face is masked and her hair is pulled back in a cowl. She's got a a tiny little crown that sits upon a hoodie. Uh, And she's got a long uh, red cape behind her. Uh, In her hand, she holds really tight a a club that she uses uh, in combat.
0: Awesome, I love that, and so Royale, you're seeing all this you can you've got a little bit uh more level vantage point uh you can you have access you see that there's like there was a forklift that was also being used to uh move all of this stuff for what seems like the uh, heavier items getting them loaded from the pallet jacks into the truck itself uh and you can kind of hear. Uh, a deep ma- male voice kind of shouting, all right, we need to get all of this loaded. We we want to get this done, get out of here so that y'all can get paid and we don't have any problem with-, with any heroes. And that kind of reminds you of earlier in your day. About what time do you think you uh, left your house to uh, get ready and go for uh, your activities for the evening?
1: Um... Royale probably would have left uh her, her place of residence pretty early. She probably would have um eaten dinner with her her dear guardian, I suppose you could call her pretty early, like five, five thirty. Uh an early bird dinner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh I think that uh your your uh, guardian, Simone, kinda looks at you and says Oh uh what, what do you have on, on deck for the evening, Jacqueline? What's, uh, what are your uh, plans for tonight? Oh, I don't
1: know. Nothing too exciting.
0: Oh, well, uh, you know, if, if you remember, if you have time, uh, would you be able to stop by the Rocher and pick me up a, a lovely little thing of those uh, Hostess Twinkie Cakes, I believe they are? I do love them so much.
2: What,
1: are you trying to get fat or something?
0: Everyone deserves a treat now and then, wouldn't you say?
1: (sighs) Yeah, I guess so. I'll grab you a box.
0: Wonderful. Are you... are you you alright, Jacqueline? It seems like... seems like there's a little more on your mind than normal.
1: When have you ever known me to have anything on my mind?
0: I'd think after all this time, I know that you have quite a bit on your mind, but it's, uh... I'll admit it's sometimes a little puzzle to figure it all out.
1: Uh, she gets up from her chair and starts gathering her her stuff together, and she, she says, Look, Simone, you don't gotta worry about me. Just keep doing what you're doing. I'll take care of everything myself.
0: Well, I... I absolutely understand, uh... But, remember, I've... I do have ears out there. Uh, if there's anything that I can help with, it might not be. It might not be, you know, brawling like you're so, uh, skilled at, but knowledge can be just as powerful as a pin, as a punch in the right situation.
1: Yeah, 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 I know. Believe me, if I need anything, I'm sure you will know it before I do.
0: Oh, and if you hear anything, uh, about what those hyper boys are up to let me know uh i feel like they're planning on some wild shenanigans and uh, well you remember what happened the last time they had to clean up the zoo for a week
1: uh <laughs> yeah don't remind me <laughs> i will be on the lookout
0: uh i, I appreciate it uh well be safe, and, well, I also know you, and if you can't be safe, hit them hard.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know I always do. And uh, she waves as she, she exits the the home.
0: <laughs> Alright. Uh, so you are ready in position hearing this uh, this figure known as Benchmark Barking Orders.
1: Okay, so uh, I do recognize the voice.
0: Yeah. I, okay. f- uh, I figure that Before heading out, Falcon Girl did uh, debrief you all on who you were potentially facing this evening. Excellent. Falcon Girl, who are you uh, confirming is in place next?
2: Yeah, uh, she says into the communicator, Remix, are you ready?
0: Oh, yeah, baby. You better believe it. All right. Uh, Same question, Remix. Where are you at for uh, getting uh, ready to surveil these events? Uh, Remix is actually not in position. Uh,
4: Remix just says that over the communicator as he is in an Uber on the way to the location.
3: I love it.
0: Awesome. That's that's fantastic. Uh, so you're looking at your phone, uh, seeing the... Uh, the price and the tip and everything go up on this. Uh, what does Remix look like in this moment? Um, Remix
4: is a, a a tall-ish, lanky kind of um, black teenager with like a hype beast kind of looking outfit. He's got, um, you know, the, the stripes going down his sleeves. He's wearing like a long... Um, sleeved kind of outfit and he has it's like a black and white kind of design but also red accents so he has like his um his pattern on his stripe is actually like a boombox going all the way down and he has just like a, a nicely kept caesar cut couple little waves in there he's a little wavy and um, he's, got, he's always got some, some, some really new shoes on. So um, he's got some, some J's or he's, he's got some new custom sneakers or something that he got made. Um, so he's always looking fresh to death. And that's
0: probably why he's late today. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love that. So like I said, you're looking at your phone. He's uh, flipping between apps. And... Uh, you flip over like, TikTok and you see a post on there from one of your, wouldn't necessarily say a good friend, but definitely a, uh, a hookup in both superhero and uh, content creating world, Blake Small, a.k.a. Hyperboy number one. And you remember earlier in the day, uh, your phone starts ringing. Uh, where are you at when it starts ringing? Uh, I am shaving in the bathroom. Uh, Yeah, you see your phone starts ringing and you see, uh, you see Blake's picture come up on your phone and it says, you know, Blake Smalls. (sighs) (laughs) I'm
4: going to go ahead and tap the answer button and then put it on the speaker immediately and leave it like inside the sink.
0: All right. And, uh, It's a little later than when this move would normally hit in the future, but, uh, Roger, I am adding a custom move to the list now. Uh, It is content creator slash life balance. Your audience loves you until real life gets in the way. At the start of each session, roll plus superior. On a hit, you're able to maintain balance. On a 10 plus, choose 2 from the list below. On a 7 to 9, choose 1 but take a minus one forward on roles involving your audience to represent the segment that feels like you're starting to fall off. On a miss, mark potential, and take one, minus one ongoing to all roles involving your audience until you can take time to make new content that they approve of. Okay.
4: Um. So I just do that roll now, yep. yeah? Okay. Ooh. Um. Plus superior,
0: right? Yes, sir. So that is a seven. All right, you can pick uh, one from this list and mark down that you take one minus one forward. That's just the the next roll that you would make with your audience has a minus one to it. But, uh, okay. You have your fans sent you something that will come in handy. Hold one and spend to describe what that item is. Uh, for anyone who's not too familiar, hold is uh, like any time that you can pick from a list instead of it going off immediately. Uh, you can hold that hold on to that for an opportune point later on in the session uh, to use it at then and so something you know reasonably small generally like something handheld but uh, mm-hmm. you have uh, basically a nice little uh, gift that you got that can somehow come in handy for you uh, there's also uh, this one's not quite relevant yet but the comment section is incredibly positive, clear condition. <laughs> Gain influence over a large, pu- larger public figure who saw your content and enjoyed it. Name that individual. Or, you feel like you're firmly in control of who you are and who you're becoming. Shift one label up and one label down your choice. Um...
1: Mm-mm.
4: Well, I don't have any conditions, so that one, not super relevant. Um, I'll say that my fans sent me,
0: like, you said it has to be something handy? Uh, Yeah, something that can, you know, something that, you know, could come into place. You don't have to pick what it is yet, uh, but that Mm -hmm. hold is just representing that, like, in the moment that you want to use it, you can spend that to, you know, say that you've got something that would work for the situation on hand.
4: Oh, perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. All right. Awesome. Fan gifts. (laughs) We love it. And so you some dice. (laughs) 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 And so, uh, you know, you put your phone on speaker and, uh, you hear Blake's, all too annoyingly energetic voice come across like, Yo, Remix, yo, that was a sick fucking track that you dropped on your page earlier today. Yo, I am loving that. Listen, we're gonna be having a party later tonight. It's gonna be a Rager. We want you to come spin. You, you, you available? Ooh, let me, uh, let me check my
4: calendar, okay?
0: Yo, for, for and sure. And
4: I, I open um, my notes app and just start like writing stupid things. Like I'm writing in my shopping list, <laughs> and I'm not actually doing anything. I'm like, mm, let me see. Um, what's the pay look like?
0: Yo, we got, we got two hundred for you for an hour of spinning. Mm. Okay, who's all gonna be there? Yo, we we got Mad Max the rhyme sayer coming through. He's gonna do a. he's gonna spin a set. Uh we got Tony silence, cause he got that G, but you know his weird <laughs> thing where he just always says the G is silent like lasagna. You know it, you know Tony.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know Toony. Tony. Tony? Yeah. Tony. Yeah, yeah, and I'm Googling it. <laughs>
0: It's one thing that you say see when you uh google his name he definitely uh has is able to be found amongst uh pictures uh the memes of like move in silence like lasagna <laughs> amazing <laughs> and yeah and then and, and you know norm- you know I you know I love you normally you're my headliner whenever we get this going but we managed, we managed to get Sonic Crush, and their name is Sonic, it's like Sonic, but instead of a C at the end, K, and it leads right into Crush with that. Just... And, like, you know, they've been, mm. they've been touring up and down the West Coast. We managed to snag them for tonight, and it's gonna be off the chain!
4: Right, 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 right. And so I'm sitting there like... Googling more about like what Sonic Crush has been doing and I'm like you know you know I, 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 I see
0: it I see it I see it I see it and I think as you're googling it you get the message from Falcon Girl that says we've got a surveillance mission tonight at the docks need you for the mission
4: and I'm just gonna immediately text back like a thumbs up emoji <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh
4: yeah like uh, are you
0: are you in bro yeah you know what i'm in i am in i guess yo sick all right uh we got your set going at 11 o'clock tonight you know this one's gonna be a rager yes sir yes sir all right catch you later fam and you hear it, we're not even waiting for you to respond kind of like clicks off
4: Oh, yeah, by that point I've already've already clicked when it's like it's gonna be a movie clip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think at that point, uh, you notice uh, standing in the door, just kind of uh, watching uh, just kind of like in admiration, is your little brother Bryson. Hey, what's going on, man? Joe, you're so cool. Like you get all these cool people. Like everybody at school talks about the hyper boys, the hyper house, you know, and and they're calling you up to come get to come do stuff with them. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, I guess it's kind of cool. I want I want to be just like you when I get older. You want to be like me? You want to be a DJ? Yeah, it's just it seems so cool. You've got all these really awesome friends that you talk to, you know. You're out doing all kinds of stuff and every everybody's jealous cuz like they see they see you pop up in all these videos, and I'm like, yeah, that's my brother right there. Everybody's hating at school, but you can just tell the way they're hating; they're jealous.
4: Right, right. So you know, like you know,
0: no pressure, but like, let me know who exactly was hating. Oh, and you see, you see, Bryson's eyes light up, and it's like, are, are you gonna call them out on on social?
4: You know, maybe. I, you know, maybe. I maybe I just uh, subtweet
0: them or something. I don't know. You see Bryson run off is like, "Yo, I'm going to go make a list real quick." <laughs> <laughs> okay, you do that. <laughs> and I think you've now actually got the piece of peace and quiet to finally finish shaving. Perfect. And uh brings you back to uh present time. It looks like your e- Uber's uh pulling up close to docks like, "Yo, are you sure this is the place you want to go, man?" You know I don't like being talked to. I'm just saying this. Th- you look fresh, and this place ain't really like. Go keep your fit, clean. All right, see you later, bro. <laughs> Instant one star. You <laughs> <He> fucked up. <laughs> like
4: this Uber driver broke the. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you. Uh, you get out and uh, you see him uh, pull off and go to pick up another fare. Uh, start up another awkward conversation. <laughs>
4: God, I hate when they try to talk to you. Just one star, yeah. <laughs>
0: and so you're on your way to uh, you know, where you're supposed to be set up and uh, Falcon Girl, I believe that leaves one other person to check in on.
2: Yeah. Um, she's, she sighs to herself and she says, alright, quasi... Are you ready?
3: So, um, yeah, you you hear over the comms through Quasi's special communication device that's strapped to him. uh, And like the receptor that's actually strapped across his like resonating chamber of his nose.
4: Will Quasi get to eat?
2: (laughs) No, no, Quasi, this is just this is information right now. Quasi, Okay.
3: Quasi never gets to eat.
0: <laughs> uh, Quasi, where are you set up getting all too hungry?
3: Yeah, so um, I, I feel like even though this is like investig like, you know, uh, information gathering, I feel like Quasi's really own like only purpose here is to like be here in case shit goes sideways. <laughs> 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 um and so I think uh, to reliably get him in a position where he can act quickly, I think the team has snuck him into a cargo container nearby where this was going to go down.
0: Awesome. And he's just
3: like laying in wait, ready to burst out if he is needed.
0: I love that. That's awesome. It is cramped in here. And so, quasi amidst the... Uh feeling of being very hungry and very cramped. Uh, You're remembering last night. The panel opens on, uh, I think, what do you do in the uh, hideout? How do you spend your time? Um, Quasi is, uh, by his nature, just very
3: inquisitive, uh, learning about pretty much everything about him as, like, his own um, kind of cognizance develops. Uh, He has the opportunities to learn new things every day. So something that he may have seen every single day may become suddenly fascinating to him as he gains the ability to maybe comprehend it more. Um, So I feel like a lot of the times, if like he's not being, if left to his own devices, he kind of like ends up wandering about uh, basically
0: investigating random things and getting into trouble. Uh, Love that. So, recently, you've become fascinated with file folders, and
4: there are plenty (laughs) of file
0: folders that are laying out. Oh, no! Not not necessarily interested in the papers that are in them, but just the folders themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think Rapid Falcon comes in to see a whole bunch of papers just kind of scattered on the table, and you holding... A file folder itself in each hand.
3: hmm And I think one is uh empty now, but draped across uh quasi's muzzle.
0: <laughs> Quasi Raptor, what are you doing?
3: It's These things are fascinating.
0: Yes, he, they're he kind they're... of like
3: he kind of like in his clawed hands like waves them back and forth and they like flap like you know <laughs>
0: yes they're they're file folders they're to help us keep hard file copies of folders. They help us keep hard copies of information organized. You see him kind of look at the table and just says, "It doesn't look too bad uh you see you see as he as he steps a little
3: bit further, he sees that there's a pile of shredded ones right- behind, right on the other side of the table and quasi kind of looks at it sheepishly and says. Quasi already know they don't taste
2: good.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: you see him kinda like go and pick up the paper, kinda look at it like Oh, thank God I scanned this already. <laughs> Listen, Quasi, there's there's somebody here who wants to see you. I've they've been reaching out and I've been checking on them. They say they they know you. And you see kind of sheepishly uh, walks in you've mainly seen them in with like a lab coat and uh, a uh, clipboard uh, usually writing stuff down except uh that one night that they helped you get out you see uh, your good uh, friend Terry from mm-hmm. back where you came from
3: yeah I think actually before quasi uh, even uh, like sees her come in like he his nostrils kind of flare and like he can right he recognizes her scent and uh he kind of leans and his long neck kind of to the side uh shifts over uh to see around rapid falcon and when he sees her he kind of tosses the folders and stands up very quickly getting three four feet taller than her and like goes over and hugs her Miss Terry, come
0: see Quasi. Oh, Quasi, I forgot how strong you are. It's so oh, good. It's so good uh, to see you. Sorry, no, no, it's okay. It's, I'm glad you're safe. Everything got so, so wild at the facility. I'm just. How are you? Are you? I've been seeing that you've been, you know. You, you're learning, growing so quickly. I'm so proud of you. He nods and he points to the sack of, of shredded paper and he goes,
3: file folders.
0: Yep, those are those are file folders. <laughs> do not taste good. And you see, kind of hear Rapid Falcon kind of grumbling. Yep, they're, they're fucking file folders, all right. <laughs> you see her uh, kind of do like one of her comfort things for you when you were still at the facility. She like kind of rubs her hand down uh, your snout muzzle. I don't. Mm-hmm. What would it be called for a dinosaur? Um. Yes. Yeah, snout. she rubs her hand you know, down your snout and says, so how are you? What would what, what have you been doing? Uh, how where did you go once you escaped?
3: Quasi ran quasi hid in woods.
0: Oh, so that's what that report was, those poor campers.
3: Quasi only wanted to say hi. Quasi want to make friends.
0: Well, from what I've seen in the news, you've made some pretty good friends, it seems like.
3: Yes. Quasi like new friends.
0: I'm I'm glad. I'm I'm so I'm so happy you're safe and are are you doing well? Are I want to hear so much about you know what you've been learning, what you've been doing. Uh, he, he nods and he like
3: thinks, uh, kind of squinting his reptilian eyes. And, uh, and he goes, quasi learn, learn much. Quasi learn that shiny bulb on ceiling hurt. Quasi learn that giant metal things move fast. Do not always stop. Quasi should avoid. Um, and then he just kind of, like, rattles down the list of just the mundane things that he has uh, experienced uh, over the course of however long it's been. Uh, <laughs> uh, with the same, like, enthusiasm each time of this, like, grand discovery that he he learned about. And it's just like, yes, he learned what a toilet was. He learned what... Uh, <laughs> He learned what a washing machine was. He learned what, you know, anything and everything. Mundane things that are not the, anything that anyone thinks about normally.
0: <laughs> you think back to when you learned what a toilet was and Rapid Falcon coming up is like, Quasi, I know you're fascinated with the toilet flushing. Please stop. I can't afford this much more. <laughs> but what, when Quasi when is thirsty we have a sink for water. You don't drink out of the toilet. <laughs> uh, and uh, Give me a pierce the mask roll, Nick. Sure. Uh, what, am I, what am I adding for that? Uh, you add mundane for that. When you pierce someone's mask to see the person beneath, roll plus mundane on a 10 plus ask three questions on a 7 to 9 ask one. Uh, that's a six minus one is five. I think you just kind of after that, see him walk off and you just kind of hear mumble, mumble, stupid pet mumble, mumble
3: <laughs> quasi kind of cocks his head, not fully even comprehending what that even means yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he recognizes that the tone is negative.
0: <laughs> so it comes back to present and I think it's just uh Terry spends a good couple hours with Quasi just talking, learning about the stuff that, you know, Quasi's learned and just kind of seeing the wonder that kind of uh, almost a parent would get from seeing a small child learn about mm-hmm. the world. Uh-huh. And uh, after a little while, Rapid Falcon says, all right, it's uh, it's getting late. We got to get you back. He hands her a blindfold. And Rapid Falcon says, you know, Miss Terry has to go to work and everything. We don't want the people who had you finding where you were, Quasi. So we're working out a thing where Miss Terry can come see you, but she's going to come in blindfolded so she can't doesn't learn where you are. So that way they can't use that against you. Okay, buddy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Quasi, Quasi's like head perks up and he as as this is being explained to him, his his eyes kind of shift and you can kind of just see him processing And then he like slowly nods and goes quasi understand. Good.
0: I, I hope so. And you see that he kind of leads her back up and out of the facility. She, he just kind of like waves goodbye and then goes back to the file folders. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I think, uh, well then we, as we come back to, uh, the present time, uh, Quasi, you know, burps to himself a little bit and a bit of paper comes out. (laughs)
3: What is classified?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I think everyone is at or very close to being in position. And you see, uh, for those who are not hiding in a storage crate, uh, see all this unloading going on. The uh, definitely you know, off hours for the docks normally, so this is definitely strange, and uh, for those who have the vantage to see up onto the boat, uh, it looks like uh person that's been identified as Benchmark is just kind of standing there watching, hands behind their back, and tapping their foot rather quickly, and kind of allowed, come on, we need we need to make better time. You guys are getting paid a whole heck of a lot for this. Let's get this unloaded so we can get out of here. Yeah, You can get back to your families and we can call this a night.
1: Uh, Like, since we can see sort of what's going on for the most part about like how many dudes are there actually here?
0: Uh, you, well, you see, can see nothing. You see <laughs> probably close to a dozen. Chelsea, you haven't gotten a roll yet. Do you want to go ahead and give me an assess the situation roll?
1: Hell yeah. Um, do I add anything to that? Uh,
0: yeah, you add superior for that.
1: Sick. So, I even get to add something to that. Nice. <laughs> I was like, wait, isn't that my zero one? Uh, how's an eight?
0: All right, on a seven and nine, you get to ask one from the following list, and you take plus one forward while acting on the answers. Uh, you can choose from, what here can I use to blank? What here's the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And how could we end this quickly?
1: Um, I would like to know how can we end this quickly?
0: Uh, sure. Uh, from the information that was disseminated down to the team, uh, it seems like they use kinetic powers, so direct combat would not be great against them.
1: Uh, that sounds like a challenge to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The goons, from what you're seeing, don't really look like they're, they look, you know, formidable, but they don't seem to have anything really special about them. From the intelligence you have, if you were to get into a combat situation, direct combat against uh, Benchmark, (laughs) wouldn't be the best way to go. Cool. But you are on a reconnaissance mission, and the technical best way to end this quickly is to just observe and report.
1: Well, that sounds lame. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Um, I guess then, knowing that and having that thought against uh, her better judgment, Jacqueline is going to get on the comms again. She's going to say, look, Falcon Girl, I know you're in charge or whatever. We can take these guys and go home. We can stop all this shit right now if we wanted to.
2: We're just supposed to be watching and seeing what happens. We can't engage right now.
1: Yeah, watching and seeing what happens isn't stopping the crime.
2: Listen, this is, this is the best option, okay? Uh, what is the best about this option? That we're doing what we're supposed to. Okay. We're, supposed, we're supposed to watch and we're not, sp- we're not supposed to engage, so don't engage. Uh, they're right here.
1: I can, I, I like peer around the side. I am literally looking at Benchmark right now in
3: his stupid
1: face. Then be quieter, okay?
3: If Quasi's supposed to watch, why is Quasi in box?
1: Quasi, no one asked you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: we're just supposed to
2: observe That's
1: so the mission. what we come back and kick their asses later we could just kick them da- kick their asses now and go on with our night
2: this is all a part of a bigger plan okay so and what's we'll the bigger plan <sighs> royale just just go with the plan just this once okay please
1: you know, if we took them out, we could impress your superhero daddy or whatever the hell.
2: No, he would not be impressed. He'd be like 50 times more pissed than he already is at me. So just stay Ooh. off the clubs unless there's an emergency and just.
1: Perfect just girl's watch. in trouble. That's good information I'm to know.
2: Switching off my communicator. Goodbye. Oh, only for me like that.
4: <laughs> Am I the only one confused why Quasi can whisper? <laughs> what is <whisper? laughs> i mean it's just incredible like he can can whisper like how how does that work <laughs> falcon
2: uh, falcon girl is now uh ignoring the communicator and, uh, <laughs> and and watching closely
0: what is uh remix up to uh, a remix
4: is um, opposing, um, you know, trying to find the best angle where, you know, the moon is just right, um, when the moon hits your eye, and uh, <laughs> taking selfies, and just making sure he looks good, um, you know, just like out for a night stroll, surveying the, the population is what, what the caption for this image is going to be, and he's going to have a hashtag
0: um, night watch, Awesome, I like that a lot. Um, Quasi, you're feeling pretty cramped and mm-hmm. uh, pretty hungry. Uh, what are are you sticking in your uh, crate, or what are you yeah, up to? I,
3: I Quasi. Uh, uh, Quasi is is going to follow his orders, um, although he is getting a little restless. And I think over the comms, eventually you guys hear like a bang coming from uh, Quasi's channel. Uh and like just some like sudden movement and then some like faint crunching.
4: <laughs> Please tell me you're not eating somebody. Quasi are you eating somebody right now?
0: Quasi found
4: small rodent. Okay, alright. You know that's gross, but a lot better than just eating somebody. He just belches. <laughs> uh <laughs>
2: Can I ha- actually have a quick clarification? Do we know what they are unloading? I think that that was said, but I don't remember. Yeah,
0: the, the intel that you have was they were uh, receiving an arms shipment. Okay. Uh, I think that uh, you notice there's a guy with the manual pallet jack walking by Quasi's uh, container. He kind of looks up for a second, kind of shakes his head, and he's uh Lo- bringing the load over to the guy with the forklift and heading back just very concerned eyeing that storage container. You can uh, those of you who are down on the ground that can hear like closer conversation, one of the guys on the dock helping to uh, detach the cabling from the crates that are being unloaded from the crane, like yo, uh, what's that about? He's like I th- I thought I heard something from from these shipping containers. Like like that's ah, probably rodents. Don't just let's get this done. Not anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um over the communicators, Falcon Girl is going to say, Okay, I think that they suspect something, but don't act yet. Just be prepared. I thought
4: you turned off your communicator. <laughs> she doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone get noticed?
0: Uh, at that (laughs) point, uh, the three of you can see that person kind of going up and, like, tung, tung, tung on that storage container. And, like, right after you say, did someone get noticed, like, hey, is is somebody in there? Aw, shit. (laughs) What does Quasi do?
1: Uh, Royale gets on the communicator and is, like, shit fucking bird girl i'm going in and uh clicks off her communicator and starts making her way over to, to quasi
0: hey how's everybody doing today this is your gm cliff and i want to thank you for taking the time to listen to cape chronicles uh you know we don't have any advertisers right now or anything like that but i do want to take a moment to tell you all about the players and what they do outside of this and, uh, you know, I hope you stick around. We've got a lot of great stuff coming out with this. It's been a lot of fun getting the first few episodes of this recorded. And I think it's going to be you know something really special. Uh, first up, uh, Fiona L.F. Kelly is our resident Falcon girl. Uh, Fiona L.F. Kelly plays Ravnus on Project Derailed's Tales of the Void fair. And is also a frequent GM and player in the Fables Around the Table Anthology Real Play podcast. Uh, she's also a member of the creative heads of Project Derail and is an independent writer. Uh, you can follow all of her work around the Internet uh, by checking out her Twitter, Fiona LF Kelly. Uh, next up, we have Nick Urceva playing Quasi Raptor. Nick is the other creative head of Project Derailed. He's the DM for Tales of the Void Fair, has been frequently on Fables Around the Table, and is also a social media uh, savant for a uh, Cleveland area brewing company. And you can follow him on social media, at Nick Ursiva. Next up, we've got Remix, uh, a.k.a. Roger, He's a Twitch streamer. Uh, You can follow his streams online, uh, Wednesdays through Sundays, Thursdays through Sundays. He posts up his schedule often. You can check him out at Mr. Roger on Twitch. M I S T E R R O D G E R. Uh, You could follow him on Twitter at Always Hoodied Up, though. You know, sometimes it gets used, sometimes it doesn't. But you'll definitely want to follow him on Twitch, for sure. And then we have Royale, a.k.a. Chelsea Rexinger, the entirety, basically, of the Project Derailed art department. Also a wonderful, prolific GM and player on the Fables Around the Table anthology series. Uh, You can constantly find Chelsea's work, uh, all the covers that you see for Project Derailed projects, Basically, Chelsea has been the uh, spearhead of. Chelsea is also co-owner of a candle-making company, Plot Kindling Candles. Uh, You can follow Chelsea at CLRex4, as well as Plot Kindling Candles on Twitter. Uh, Check them out on Etsy, and you can get yourself some amazing smelling candles. Uh, They take custom orders, and their main orders are themed after... Uh, different uh, D&D and TTRPG character classes. So give them a follow. Uh, Also, if you want to stay in touch with the podcast, we are at Cape Chronicles on Twitter. You can also Gmail us uh, at Cape Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, And thank you again for listening. We're excited for everything that's coming up. But uh, let's go ahead and get you back to the show. Alright, uh, I think this would be the point where we go ahead and do the when you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So Yeah.
0: Uh, so what I'm going to do now, we since the first session, we started with two team in the pool, and I am adding additional two. Uh, I'm going to go through a list of questions, and as long as we can reach a consensus, uh, that's going to be uh, considered the uh, yes or no for the first couple uh, and then uh, yeah basically uh, the only one that doesn't have a necessarily a consensus is uh, the third question we will get to that though in just a moment but uh, so leader uh, who does everyone uh, who does everyone believe is the leader? Falcon Girl. Yeah, Falcon Girl.
1: Yeah, reluctantly Falcon Girl.
4: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: the, uh, yeah, the only other thing would be Royale since it seems like she's acting first. Quasi um, is clearly leader.
1: leader. <laughs> Quasi is the That's leader. what we tell Quasi.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it makes him feel very special.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's just boring being the leader, so, you know, I, I'll relinquish <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I think that Falcon Girl definitely
2: perceives herself as the leader. So, yeah, it's Falcon Girl. All
0: right, uh, Falcon Girl, I know this, but do you have influence over everyone on the team?
2: Uh, no, I do not have influence over um, over Remix.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, tracks.
4: Mm-hmm. Nobody has influence over me, baby. <laughs> Uh, he's the influencer, influencer, yeah. yeah right. I think the only
2: one who has influence over anyone that's is right. me. <laughs> it's not a team with a lot of influence. Uh,
0: Falcon Girl, uh, what is your purpose in the fight?
2: Uh, the purpose in the fight is to um, is to now take down these guys and uh, save, s- g- able to ex- the ability to extract the team. Um, that's what Falcon Girl says it is. I think we're gonna have some disagreement, but.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, Royale what's your purpose in the fight
1: uh, To make sure that nobody gets hurt <laughs> At least none of us
0: <laughs> Alright we still have an opportunity for A uh, you know, Solid one on here uh, Remix what's your purpose in the fight
4: uh, My purpose is To uh, rack up as Many um, Points as possible uh, you know, defeat as many foes as possible. Uh, have as high of a KD ratio as possible.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Gotta get those style points. <laughs> yeah,
0: and just because I'm very excited to hear what this answer is, Quasi Raptor, what's your purpose in the fight? Well, I'm glad you asked.
3: Uh, first and foremost, Quasi will do what he's told. But Quasi is also
0: hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, buddy, hang on to that energy. I've got something for you coming up. Uh, <laughs> oh, <my> good.
3: <laughs> that 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 rat only uh, w- that was truly, in all senses of the word, an appetizer.
0: Because now he's realized how <laughs> hungry he is. <laughs> uh, Gib I know there might not be you know, influence given to the leader, but does anyone mistrust Falcon Girl?
1: I would not call it distrust, no. (laughs) They just don't want
2: to say it in front of me. (laughs) Quasi has
3: no reason to distrust anyone on the team.
0: All right, so, well, we haven't gained any except from the standard two, but you haven't lost any yet. But, uh, Falcon Girl, do you feel like your team is ill-prepared or off-balance?
2: Yes, I think she does.
0: (laughs) Royale, do you feel like the team is ill-prepared or off-balance?
1: Absolutely not. We can take these guys.
0: <laughs> Remix, do you feel like the team is ill prepared or off balance? No, I think we can. I think we can handle this. Quasiraptor, do you feel like the team is <laughs> ill prepared or off balance? Hell no. <laughs> We're good. Well, well, because of the way I'm choosing to rule this, y'all are safe. You didn't lose any. Nice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, Before we get into the fight, uh, Quasi-Raptor, I am putting a uh, custom move into the list for you, and that move is called Call of the Wild. And you're a natural predator, and those Mm -hmm. base instincts are calling out to you. When you enter combat against a dangerous foe, after completing the team move, roll plus Freak. On a hit, you're able to keep your urges in check. On a 7 to 9, mark a condition or take plus 1 forward to directly engage a threat and minus 1 forward on any other roll. On a miss, mark potential and take minus 1 ongoing to all rolls except directly engage a threat until you've sated your hunger, which in this case mechanically is rolling 10 plus on directly engage a threat.
3: Okay. So question about that, um, because I have other moves in my playbook that are just as aggressive, but it's only the directly engage a threat that I get.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's directly engage a threat that threat that you get the plus one forward on. Uh, Basically, this is you working to have your conscious keep those base instincts in check. And that is going to be a thing that you contend with uh, for Basically, as long as uh, you've still got those primal instincts. Cool. And, it's, and you know you're going into a fight. You know you're close to having a snack. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, i that sounds Here. like I'm making a
3: roll now, huh? Mm, absolutely. All right. So, I'm rolling plus freak. Ooh, buddy. Uh... <laughs> So I do get plus three to that, uh, but that means it's only a seven.
0: Hey, that's good. Uh, you mark a condition to, you know, because it's a bit of an effort for you to keep that down. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go ahead and pick your condition for that.
3: Uh, um, and then I think, so, I'm going to, I think I'm going to preemptively pick guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But you also get plus one forward to directly engage a threat. Uh, mm-hmm. So that'll just be your next next directly engage roll. And then a minus one forward to the next roll you make that's not directly engage a threat. Okay. All these fun little custom moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super fun.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, so I feel like this is a toss-up here. Uh, but since we did just kind of spotlight Quasi with the Move. Uh, I'll let, I'll let the two of you decide who wants to take spotlight between Royale and Quasi. Since you are the closest to what's going on.
3: Yeah. So I feel like uh, as soon as uh, as soon as Royale says over the cons that she's going in, Quasi like perks up and immediately throws himself at the doors, which fling open, uh, and like almost mid pounce at the the guys that are there, uh, immediately there and just. <laughs> <laughs> doors fly open and he's just lunging at these people and you see bursting out of this storage container this basically a velociraptor uh though um a little bit more humanoid in proportions uh more upright standing than than horizontal um his tail a little bit more flexible than the like rigid uh tail of the velociraptor for everyone who has seen Jurassic Park um And uh, he has long kind of slender arms that end in uh, uh, clawed hands with kind of long spindly fingers. And he has feathers that run from a plumage on the back of his head all the way down his spine, um, which are uh, like a pale, like a pale, like tan um grayish color with small like black markings all down them and then his scales that are the rest of his body are like a sandy brown with kind of uh ruddy red um colorations in places like around his eyes and in small bands um and uh he has uh clawed uh velociraptor you know the single clawed toe on each uh on each um, foot, which he is uh, going first (laughs) in his leap. um, The claws pulled back as he's basically uh, aiming to land uh, on the closest person and give them a poke.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that definitely sounds like uh, as you're bursting out, you're directly engaging a threat. Uh, So go ahead and roll plus danger. Yeah. As uh, all
4: of this is happening, I'm playing a Chicago, like, drill remix of Back in Black. I have, like, <laughs> a, a like a, a speaker that can, like, just, like, get deployed. And so, like, I have it, like, magnetically stuck to me. And it's just, like, blaring this, like, remix to it. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
3: So, um, so I get, um... I get a plus one on that from the uh,
0: call of the wild. Yep. You get plus one from call of the wild and then any other bonus you have from danger and anything.
3: Sure. So uh, I rolled, um, I rolled a nine plus uh, two for danger plus one for call of the wild. So that puts me at 12. Awesome. I think. Yeah.
0: Yep. So you get to pick two from this list of, Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or fight, frighten the opposition.
3: Um, I'm avoiding their blows, and I am uh, suppressing and surprising
0: them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the biggest mm-hmm. thing this person fear feels right now is fear. And yeah. Like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, what the fuck? What, where did this fucking <laughs> dino come from? Hey, <laughs> And, you know, uh, he's trying to he's he's hitting you on your, you know, <laughs> thick, scaly skin. But it's just yeah. not doing anything because you've clearly you're clearly up in his guard, bro. Yeah. Also, I didn't I don't think I
3: impressed upon how large he is. Uh, he's he's skinny and lanky. But when he's like standing upright, uh, he's he's well over seven feet tall. And if he like stood up with his long neck extended, he'd probably be close to like, eight and a half feet tall.
0: Yeah. And you just see the terror in this guy's eyes as you just uh, waffle-stomp him into this dock. Mm -hmm. And then he's just kind of trying to beat on you. You see uh, the guy in the forklift. uh, He is starting to charge at you uh, with this forklift, with the prongs just pointed right, leveled up to, like, right where your torso would be. Uh, and But he just... You can also, like, whip around, because you hear the terrified screaming coming as he's driving towards you. Uh, Royale, okay. I think you are the next closest up. Uh, what do you do?
1: Um, hmm. I'm trying to decide which person I want to try and punch
3: the important questions.
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, probably the most important thing is trying to get this guy um, driving uh, vehicles and my dinosaur friend sound like a, a bad combination. Um, so I suppose I am going to, like, charge over and try and, like, punch him out of the, the vehicle, um, which I believe would be directly engaging.
0: Absolutely. Uh, do you have anything that you're looking to do aside from that uh or
1: uh. Uh, um i think that is what she is concerned about right now
0: all right awesome uh yeah go ahead and roll the directly engage at your danger
1: Aha. Uh-huh. hopefully hopefully we punch good today <laughs> uh hell yeah we punch good today how's an 11
0: Absolutely. Uh, you get to pick two from that same list. Uh, resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. Or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition.
1: Um, well, I think I will have to take something from him, which would be the vehicle. <laughs> um, and then I think I would like to create an opening for my friends.
0: All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you run up. You're going in. Uh, you go to, uh, punch this guy, and, uh, you just connect with him, but I think he he's dazed for a minute, but as you're getting in to the, uh, getting in to, into this forklift and trying to take over from the seat, he starts to come to, and, uh, You are kind of fighting him for control of this. You managed to wrench it around. The whole time, he's just kind of like, there's not much room, so he's just kind of like elbowing you in the neck. Uh, Mm, Good. (laughs) uh, So go ahead and uh, mark a condition from trading blows with him. Yes. Uh, uh,
1: I'm going to become an angry girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that uh, the opportunity you create is... In the jostling around, you swerve uh, to avoid Quasi, and he tries to, like pull the uh, pull the for- pull up the wheel back towards him, which you basically just end up going in a little loop around it, and you're heading down the dock towards the other crates, and you see the couple of people that are in the way of the forklift's path just kind of dive off of the dock. So you've kind of cleared out some of the battlefield from that.
1: Hell yeah, I told everyone this would be easy.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, Rapid Falcon or Remix, who is uh, taking up some space, uh, taking up Spotlight next?
4: You Uh, you go first, you go first.
2: All right, Um, so Falcon Girl is up. I think that she is going to, you know, hearkening back to her training later, um, not do the suggested thing and just uh, fly forward and sort of try to, like, dive and punch and uh, in the process maybe directly engaging a threat versus what I think Falcon was trying to get at, which is more like a defend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, she's just going to... uh, She's going to try to try to swing and and punch and see what happens.
0: And who are you targeting with that?
2: Um, So to kind of like imagine the battlefield, there is a guy that that Royale just pushed back, right?
0: Uh, There's a guy that Royale is currently fighting with on the forklift for control of it. But Royale has main control of it right now. Uh, a couple of the goons have jumped off the dock into the water around the boat in the docks. Uh, you can see as you're flying in, there's still uh, probably about a good six people on the boat that are moving uh, crates towards uh, the edge to be moved off by the crane. And you see still just kind of standing there watching all this happen. And you can hear him kind of say, uh, Rudy, Robbie, Rusty. Go help them on the on the docks. The rest of you keep moving all this moving all this freight, Uh from benchmark.
2: Okay. Um, hmm, I think that she's going to go for benchmark then.
0: Excellent. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you will be not rolling directly engage a threat. You're going to be rolling another custom move for this, oh, boy. which is directly engage benchmark.
2: Oh no! (laughs) I'm scared.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's not too bad. Uh, So, when you directly, when choosing directly engage a threat against benchmark, roll plus danger. On a hit, trade blows. On a ten plus, take minus one forward and pick two. On a seven and nine, pick one and take minus one ongoing in addition to the condition marked from receiving a blow from the opponent. The minus one of ongoing lasts until you take a turn to shake off the shock from the blow. On a miss, mark potential and roll to take a powerful blow.
2: Okay. Okay, that's okay. Um, so that is four and four minus one is seven.
0: All right. So you can pick one from the list of take something from them, Create an opportunity from your ally, for your allies. Impress, surprise, or frighten your opposition. Or gain influence over Benchmark.
2: Ooh. Um, hmm, those last two are both very tempting. Um, I think she is going to uh, impress, surprise, or frighten. I think she's going to want to surprise him. All right,
0: so what happens when you're flying in? You punch him. And he feels, like, very fleshy underneath. But you feel this charge come up and knock you back. And this is where this uh, minus one ongoing... uh, Go ahead and choose a condition to mark from receiving a blow from him.
2: I think she's going to choose guilty because this was, like, not how this was supposed to go. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, What happened? It seems from what you can tell... Uh, after receiving this blow, uh, this suit is storing up kinetic energy and him having been tapping this foot this whole time, however long he's been on this boat, he's just been building up kinetic energy to throw back as a defense. And so he has the black Panther suit. He does. That is exactly what this was stolen from. (laughs) uh, That would be so cool if it wasn't on a bad guy. Yeah, (laughs) like like you can you can tell that this hurt him and he was not expecting something to come out of the air flying towards him so you see he's rocked back and like like never mind unloading start fighting these heroes and you know you see on a little like control panel on his wrist he starts tapping a couple buttons and then you see him like just kind of like crack his neck and he's like Not bad, kid. I ain't been hit like that in a while. Let's see if you can keep it up. And the next panel flashes over to Remix. Uh, Remix, what are you doing? Uh, A Remix is going to
4: make himself... Over to the that you said on the dock there's like some guys that had already gone into the water. Are there other people that are also around? Um
0: uh, Yeah, you see Mad? you see that there is one that's under a quasiraptor mm-hmm. screaming, one that is fighting in this forklift uh with Royale. You see that there's three big guys that look very much alike, like I almost would be triplets because they are. <laughs> the R name guys. <laughs> yeah and they're like coming down the little like plank from the from the boat. And those are the guys that are down here and they're still uh just kind of you can kind of see them moving around. You can see three more guys along with Benchmark and Falcon Girl on the boat. Okay.
4: I'm going to go for the triplet guys. You mm-hmm. said they're they're coming down like a plank right from the boat. Yeah. Okay. So I am going to try to leap over some boxes um, and like do some free running type stuff, get over there and uh, say, uh, hey, and have them all turn to look at me and uh, boop them off of their little platform with a little sonic push.
0: Awesome. Uh, unless you've got a different move that you're using here, that sounds a lot like unleash your powers to me. Yes. All right. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll plus freak.
4: That's a eight.
0: All right. So on a seven and nine, uh, mark a condition or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I will mark. Mm, probably angry. Yeah. All right, yeah. You come over and you just let out this "Hey!" a lot angrier than you were expecting because you were you knew this was just supposed to be a uh, you know observe and report kind of mission, and you're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna go watch them, make sure they're doing what we got, get the evidence on them, and then I can just go to this party. Won't have to change much about my fit." Now I'm gonna have to scuff up my shoes. This mm-hmm. is this is not the vibe. And get real mad. uh, Sneakerheads get real mad when their shoes get scuffed. (laughs) So, you just blast them off with this big sonic blast from your speaker, and you see almost Three Stooges style. It hits the first one. He kind of like, hits back into his brother, which hits back into his other brother, and just one after the other, just one falls to one side, one falls to the other. The front one, Rolls down the plank like the one kid from Hook and then just rolls across the dock in front of the path of this forklift. So, uh, Royale, you and this guy you're fighting to see this. He rolls across and then off the other side of the dock into the water.
1: Good,
4: <laughs> cue Wilhelm <little> scream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Insert it right there, yeah, right. Thank you there. Cliff.
0: Uh. <laughs> just some editing notes to Cliff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, love that. That's very much fun. Who was it? You've got this guy under you. You almost just got hit with this forklift, and uh, you know, all this stuff is going on around you, and you've still got this guy just kind of like terrified in front of you. Yeah.
3: So, um the the one I'm pinning right now, he I could tell he's like basically like terrified. Is there someone else who hasn't been like engaged yet uh or
0: or disposed of that's nearby? Uh right now it seems like everyone who has not been engaged is still up on the boat. Okay. How far away is that? Uh it's not not far, maybe like uh 20 feet or so over to the uh, over to the plank that's leading up to the boat. I can jump that.
3: Um, (laughs) So I basically uh, trust that, like, this guy is going to run if I leave him. So I'm actually um, and probably uh, extra painful as well, actually push off of him and uh, dash to the boat a couple steps and then leap. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: uh... Hardcore, parkour,
0: hardcore, parkour. Uh, yeah, I think that knowing that you are a, uh, modified individual made for this type of thing, I think you're able to jump up on the boat. Uh, what you see is, you can see uh, the three guys that are still up here that aren't benchmark, uh, they are starting to kind of surround falcon girl as you mm-hmm. land and then you see uh s- just kind of slowly like strolling up towards falcon girl is uh benchmark in this like black shiny suit well black shiny uh, costume
3: okay um am i close enough to either of those I guess the three people or, or benchmark to also make an attack.
0: You are definitely close enough to, uh, to one of the guys, but also remember this is a narrative game. You don't have to worry about necessarily movement speed. That, that is true.
3: Um, so yeah, I think, uh, seeing that just that area of the commotion, uh, Quasi's MO is basically uh, jumping and attacking are the same thing. Uh, So this jump is not only to get on the boat, but also to land on someone or someone's. Uh, So I think he's going to just like from his vantage point from the dock, just shoot for the largest cluster of people and like kind of land amongst the three people that uh,
0: Falcon girl is fighting. Yeah. So you're trying to land on one, but also kind of like, Almost kind of not necessarily rolling to defend, but kind of like be there as like back to back fighting with Falcon Girl. Yeah, sort of.
3: I think I'm landing on one and kind of also doing like a spin to like kind of knock the other two back with my tail. If that's something that I can manage from the situation at hand.
0: I know you are a long boy. I am a long Um, boy. I would say you're close enough to land on one. They haven't closed in that far yet. They're not that close to each other. Yeah. So you're okay. probably you're probably able to land definitely on the one that's closest to the edge of the boat. A uh, little extra effort, you could probably land on the one that's in the middle of this uh, crescent of villainy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. I, either or your pick on where you'd like to uh, position yourself in that.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think landing on the one and then like kind of rolling into a defensive stance with Falcon
0: girl makes the most sense. All right, go ahead and uh, directly engage a threat. Sounds good. Um,
3: is this still uh plus one
0: from before? Is uh, no, that just the first? No, one? Plus, plus one forward is just the next roll you make with that move. Uh, plus uh, the plus or minus with ongoing. That's until condition is met.
3: Got it. Um, that was not that great. Uh, so
0: plus danger five. So I think you notice it as you were leaping for some reason, you're, you're near the water, but you weren't in the water, but you noticed as you were making that jump that your feet were wet and you're not sure exactly what that was. Uh, some readers out there may be able to figure out why, but we're not going to say that here. This is a family show. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But you manage to make it up onto, uh, you make it above the edge of the boat. But, and I think that normally this type of guy wouldn't be able to really hurt you. But I think he manages to like, Throw a punch kind of in your, into your belly as you're flying up.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And that kind of throws off your trajectory. And mm-hmm. go ahead and mark a condition. And I think you managed to catch yourself on the side of the boat. Uh, your, your claws digging in to keep you from falling and your feet are kind of scraping against it.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm angry. Um, <laughs> and actually, I would like to use my uh, my coming for you move. When you mark a condition, take plus one forward against the person you most blame for causing it. Absolutely. So you've got that locked and loaded for uh, your next time. Yeah. So I land, and I take that gut punch, and I kind of land. And then I just, like, as I get my feet, uh, I, my head just snaps in his direction. My eyes narrow, and I just... <sighs> With my teeth, my row of teeth, uh, just bearing down at this guy.
0: <laughs> uh, the next panel that we see is just a picture of this guy. His face has gone pale. He knows he's <laughs> made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> <It> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that that big uh, onomatopoeia block uh, just kind of pop up in the panel and it just says, Gulp. Uh, dollar sign pound exclamation point (laughs) Uh, from that panel we jump to the next page of the issue and it's just a full page splash of uh, of royale trading elbows back and forth with this guy on this forklift that she's got full control on but he's trying to get it back uh barreling towards the end of this dock uh heading towards the those crates that have been uh that are still at the end waiting to be moved. Hell yeah. Uh you know, you're you're getting elbowed, you're managing to like block and maintain this uh control of the forklift Royale. Uh mm-hmm. what do you do here? You're coming real close real soon to the end of this dock.
1: Yeah, and so I am tangentially aware of everything else that's happening. I suppose I've seen um Falcon Girl, like, swoop down and engage with, um... uh his name's not Breakneck.
0: <laughs> is there...
1: This is gonna be the whole show. I hope Breakneck. everybody enjoys this Also
3: game. a great supervillain name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Chelsea, um, the finger of the Kong, the <laughs> <of Rexinger. laughs>
3: The villain of the next arc is gonna be called Breakneck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Um, Uh, what's my name? Oh, God.
0: Um, (laughs) What's my name? What are you doing here?
1: (laughs) Uh, Royale is sort of like tangentially aware of um, Falcon Girl engaging with uh, Benchmark. And that deeply upsets her that she is getting in on this uh, without her. And also, I presume that she saw uh, Falcon Girl get knocked back and is like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So what I want to do is with my cane, I want to shove that into the the forklift so that it can't be turned. And then I want to just let it go, get out of this uh, vehicle, disengage with this guy as fast as possible so I can get up and uh, help Falcon Girl.
0: Yeah, uh, I like the sound of that. Um, I think this is at this point, uh, I think this is going to be the "act under pressure" custom move that is in the list because hey. uh, you're not really fighting this uh, this goon, and you're not really, you know, necessarily using your power to jam a steering wheel. So go ahead and do that uh, for the listeners' purposes, since we do have access to our sheet here. Uh, act under pressure. When the outcome of an action is in question and it doesn't fit with an est- any established basic move or within the moves of the character's playbooks, roll plus the label the GM declares uh, re- declares relevant. Uh, for this, I'm going to say uh, you're using your smarts in this moment. Go ahead and roll superior for it. Okay. On a hit, the action succeeds. On a 10+, plus, it goes off without a hitch. On a 7 to 9, the GM will put you in a will give you a worse outcome, a price to pay, or a hard choice.
1: Uh, Well, let me say, it is very lucky that Royale is on her game today. Uh, I have rolled a 5 and a 5, and then I have a plus 1 for an 11.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you're looking at this, you're not necessarily, you know, happy that you're leaving your club here, but you have a good sense that uh, this isn't going to cause this forklift necessarily to go into the water Uh, this goon certainly doesn't know that but (laughs) you you're pretty confident with how fast it's going right now since you won't be having your foot on the pedal and it's only keeping the steering wheel straight that you'll be able to recover your club so you flip uh, you jam this club into that steering column uh and you kind of like taking a little bit of inspiration from Remix, and you're mad about that. Uh, do a little <laughs> bit of flippy parkour <laughs> to jump up onto the roof of the forklift and then off and dash up the side. This guy panics, he jumps off, and this forklift just crashes into uh, the the crates, pushing one off and slowing the other.
1: Uh, Good, uh, I like you it. See
0: You see splinters fly. It didn't necessarily, you know, completely break the crate, but, uh, these forks are in there. And, uh, it seems like they go in pretty smoothly, almost like, like butter, like a hot knife into butter. Uh, You're running up that, uh, plank now, heading up, seeing your, uh, I'd say business associate, uh, the Quasi-Raptor <laughs> hanging off the side and coming up on one terrified goon, two goons that are looking unsure but still following orders, and this uh, black-costumed man slowly walking up to Rapid Falcon.
1: Hmm, good, good. <laughs> um. I do have a question about the, the order of moves. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my, like, class moves, if you want to call that, modifies defend someone. Um, can I only use that when I am, like, taking my my momentary action, or can I sort of do that whenever?
0: Uh, which um, move is that? Oh, for...
1: there, there when it matters. Uh, when you defend someone, you can hold one instead of choosing one from the list, and I may spend that hold when that person is in danger later.
0: Yeah, I'd let, I'd let you uh, roll for this now. You're kind of stepping up and being a team player and blocking, uh, I assume, Benchmark from getting to Rapid Falcon.
1: That is correct.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that definitely fits for the defend uh, because Benchmark is an immediate threat. So go ahead and roll plus savior.
1: Okay, let's hope I don't embarrass myself in front of the girl. <laughs> 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 oof <laughs> oof
2: oh no not oof <laughs> oof
1: um, so so I got a three
3: oof <laughs> what was that about embarrassing yourself
1: uh yeah I rolled a one and a one and plus <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh no I had Literally the my worst mouth. you could roll. I, yeah. I am the botch queen.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think what happens here is you step up and you puff yourself up in the most imposing form you can, oh, kind of yeah. like kind of like you know, a cat trying to make itself look bigger in front of a threat. But then you take that m- momentary almost seemingly out-of-character moment to, like, look down and make sure that uh, Falcon Girl's okay. Uh-huh. And that split second that you take off to look, as you're turning you're turning back, uh, you catch a backhand that seems to be much faster than it should be.
3: Ow! Uh, from
0: from <laughs> Benchmark.
1: Ouch, uh, my feelings! <laughs>
0: Go ahead and take a powerful blow for me. Roll plus conditions. And this one you want to roll low.
1: All right. Well, now I'm going to roll sixes on both. Can't wait for this.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, now you're going to roll six.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so that is a one, a two, and I have one condition mark. So that is a four.
0: <laughs> yeah. So go ahead, Chelsea. Go ahead, uh, Royale. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Mark your potential for that, and tell us how you withstand that blow.
1: Um, so Royale, through her sort of like bio mods from, uh, her her capture and her modifications to make her into a super cool fighty girl, um, is naturally a little tougher. Um she takes it real hard and she sort of like skids across the, the the floor. you can kind of see like the the anime skid marks from her from her <laughs> shoes across the as she slides um and Falcon girl can probably see in her face that a that was unexpected and b that hurt a lot. <laughs> Um, but she tries to save face and and turns to him and kind of like squares her shoulders and is like making sure she's in between the two of them.
0: Yeah, and uh, Falco Girl, you see this, you see this, you see out of no, seemingly out of nowhere uh, that uh, Royale comes up and gets in between you and Benchmark and then suddenly catches a backhand and there's. A look that you haven't caught terribly often from them before they get backhanded. It seems like a little bit of concern possibly mixed with something else you don't know. this is a battle. You're, you don't have time to figure out what that was about. figure it's just checking on you. Uh, but uh, Falcon girl, you're you're up now. you just watched uh, from the blast that you took, that wasn't nearly as hard as what Royale just caught and royale pretty much stood tall through that Mm -hmm. with a little little bit of flying back. So,
2: yeah, I think that Falcon girl is going to um, actually take a moment as she's still crouched, like in the process of getting up and um, just like, like a look at all the different moving parts that are going on right now and take a moment to um, be mindful of her surroundings, which is a modification to the uh, assess assess a situation move.
0: Uh, yeah. So that's one of your, uh, playbook moves. Yep. All right. Go ahead and roll that for me.
2: Okay. That is a two and a four and a minus one, but plus superior, which is two. So, so four and two and one is seven. Um, with the modification to this move she gets to ask an extra question so she gets to ask two questions
0: here all right and that's from the assess a situation list right All mm-hmm. all right uh so you have access to what here can i use to blank what here is the biggest threat what here is in the greatest danger who here is most vulnerable to me and how could we best end this quickly
2: So I think that the first question she is going to ask is what here can I use to blank? And I think that she's going to, um, it's going to be what here can I use to um, subdue Benchmark? Because with the kinetic suit, obviously, like hitting him hard is just going to ultimately benefit him.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, The best thing you can do, because what you noticed when you made contact earlier, like this definitely is some kind of body armor, but you did land a solid hit, and it did affect him. It's gonna affect you more, so the best way to do that would be something that's keeping him either off his feet or off balance or being struck by something that you aren't holding. Because While that might be charging him up when you connect, uh, if you're not attached to whatever's hitting him that blowback's not going to come onto you at least you know not yet so like just basically off balance uh you can see around the ship like there's also like some like you know netting typical like cargo ship stuff like netting rope uh you know various things like that uh you can see that there is also uh just off of the uh, on on the ship there's also a uh, a crane that has been used to like hoist the uh crates off of the ship and down onto the dock yeah so uh you have you have some options to uh subdue uh benchmark
2: okay Yeah, and I think that my second question is, how can we best end this quickly?
0: Um, The goons look almost defeated, and you might be able to end this quickly uh, by getting rid of the goons, because if the goons aren't there to draw focus away from him and allow to take you all one-on-one, even if he is blasting you back with the kinetic suit, you know that... like. You're the closest to being a normal strength super, maybe aside from Remix, in f- physically on the team. So knowing that, there's a good chance he's going to take a good bit of punishment from the rest of the team, even if they are getting blowback from it. So it's kind of a war of attrition at this point. As long as he can keep you separated,
4: mm-hmm.
0: it's easier for him to take you out one on one in a group situation he might dip
2: okay um so then to clarify the only people not by benchmark is remix because quasi's sort of like hanging off the side and okay um yeah so then sort of at the end of my loose turn i guess um she's going to um if you'll allow me grab her communicator that's I assume strapped to her and say into it like a remix, regroup.
4: You say, what now? (laughs) Regroup. What what is, I I don't know what these code words mean. Regroup. (laughs) Um, And and I'm just saying all of that as I'm making my way over. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think uh, at this point, as long, you know, you blasted them and you've just been kind of coming over. Uh, being careful not to scuff your shoes walking up this plank. And uh, as you're saying, I don't know what these mean. Uh, you're just kind of showing up onto the dock, on, up onto the uh, ship. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you see this scene. Uh, you kind of look over, and you have just enough of an angle to see a pretty decent bruise starting to show up on Royale's face uh, from what's uh, available from you know their masking and whatnot. Uh, you see... Falcon girl starting to get up and you see, uh, starting to claw their way back up and over the side of the ship is quasi Raptor. Two of them are being surrounded by these, uh, four baddies. Looks like they're getting ready to close in. Uh, what do you do?
4: Um, I am going to try and, um, I'm going to try to run in and slide past um, Breakneck here <laughs> <laughs> and um, and use a little uh, Sonic Blast to try to knock him off of his feet. I'm going to try to do it without him noticing me. I want to do it while his back is turned, like he's busy dealing with Falcon Girl or whatever.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd say you're able to do that. Uh, go ahead and give me an Unleash Your Powers roll.
4: All right. Let's do, that is a six.
0: I think you're trying to, you know, do this slide under him and, you know, to get enough speed to make the slide, you Mm -hmm. start running. And I think he kind of clocks that as you go to slide uh, and getting just right in the right spot, he just kind of lifts his foot up and stomps down on you. Go ahead and give me uh, that take a powerful blow roll. Uh, that's going to be rolling plus your conditions. Uh, as I mentioned, you do want to roll low for this.
4: Ooh, that is very low. Um, plus my condition, so it's just like one for every condition.
0: Yeah, plus one for each condition. Uh, in masks, you can never have more than a plus three on a plus, plus four on a roll, and you can never have more than minus three. So just to keep that in mind, I know some folks okay. in some playbooks rack up conditions real big.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a three.
0: All right, uh, go ahead and mark potential for that, and then also that uh, six that you rolled on the attempt, attack attempt. And, uh, yeah, how do you uh, weather this blow from Breakneck? Can I say <laughs> that he stepped on my shoes? Uh the audacity. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. I was kind of thinking that, but I didn't want to... My little head cannon was you were so mad about him scuffing your shoes that you just didn't notice anything else.
4: Yeah. That he like, he forcefully like steps on my shoes and like, I feel the pain, but it's almost like the pain is immediately like overcome by me just being like my shoes. (laughs) Nice. I'm obsessed.
0: (laughs) So, uh, quasi you're climbing back over this guy is, that you uh you know that he hit you as you were coming up he's terrified he kind of like sees a uh, a board just kind of sitting uh, nearby where he's at he grabs it off the ground and starts trying to like swing it wildly down at you uh-huh. uh what do you
3: do so I'm basically as soon as I got my grip I'm pulling myself up and like directly onto him. Um and uh basically just like I'm I'm pissed he hit me. How how fucking dare he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah, go ahead and directly engage.
3: 7 plus 2 is 9.
0: All right, so you get to pick one from the list. Uh you can Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an oh, opportunity for your allies. Oh, I'm sorry, that's
3: ten because I had plus one uh, forward that's against That's right, you him. did. Yes.
0: All right, so you get to pick two of them. Uh, continuing with that list, create an opportunity for your allies, impress, surprise, or frighten opposition. Then, like I said, resist or avoid their blows or take something from them.
3: Um, Can I take his uh, footing on this ship away from him? In the sense that I'm going to yeet him off the ship. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Uh, What does that look like when you eat him off the ship?
3: Yeah. So uh, I pull myself up immediately, like I hanging off the side of the ship with my front front claws. I pull my back claws up to get a grip on the edge and just use that already coiled position to launch myself up at him. Um, with my powerful legs. And I think my jaws clamp down on his shoulder and I take my forearm and sweep his one like ankle and I just kind of roll and with that momentum just kind of fling him over the uh, gunwale of the boat.
0: Right, absolutely. I love that. Uh, I think you managed to roll him off in a way that you kind of like three quarter roll so you're facing the rest of this large group of people now, and just off on the side from the panel, it's a panel, the first panel is just standing up and it's got your face uh, centered in that and then just the next panel it's that same image, but there's just the sound of a sploosh. (laughs) Yeah. And kind of like a smile creeping up onto your uh, velociraptor face.
3: Yeah. Um, And then for my other thing, can I just frighten the remaindering people?
0: Uh, you don't have to do that because they are that they've seen how quickly you just you all have just mowed through their group here. And you see one of them just say, yo, we're not getting paid enough for this. And they just <laughs> run off the other side and just jump off the boat into the water. She's it. <laughs> and now it's the four of you. Uh, They're looking at benchmark. Off in the distance, this panel of the four of you uh, facing down Benchmark, you hear police sirens coming in, heading this way. Benchmark just kind of looks like, right on time. You kids are a lot tougher than I gave you credit for. I'll see you soon. And he runs and jumps off the other side of the boat into the water. Join us next time in Cape Chronicles issue two for the thrilling conclusion to this story. Cape Chronicles is brought to you through the power of Masks. Masks, a new generation is written by Brendan Conway and is published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for your own copy and get to create your own superhero stories in Halcyon City. For everyone here at Project Derailed, I'm your GM, Cliff, and we'll see you next time.
1: ProjectDerailed.com